0: Welcome, welcome, podcast listeners. It is episode number 310 of the Fret Talk Podcast. You are here with your host, Mr. Budgie Pedal Chub. That is me. Woo! You are joined by, oh my gosh, it is Josh. Hi. Good morning. I mean,
1: not quite. It's knacked, isn't it, at the moment? knacked, my friend. Knacked. Yeah, but when this part when this goes, I'll be good morning. I said, good knacked, the one. Right? He said, well, no, technically it's good morning, so I I feel like I can't win with you. No, you can't. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and <laughs> we're joined by, of course, Mr. Matt Quine. Say hi, Matt.
2: Hi, Matt. Woo!
0: Yes, yes, the dream team. The dream team is here. We've got no Lee this week. Um, but That's why it's the dream team. I'm sorry, <laughs> Lee. I mean, I couldn't hear him last week anyway. I tried I, I tried. I tried so hard. But the in the end, it doesn't even matter. <laughs> <laughs> Just no, 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 no in come, peace, Chester. <laughs> Indeed. No, no no one else complained, but I was listening to it in the car, and every time Lee, Lee's voice came on, it was just a little bit quieter than everyone else. So I had to bump us up, but it meant that I was shouting at myself. So, <laughs> I mean, you can't win, can you? You can't win. Right, gentlemen, how are we all? How are we? It's a nice yeah. nice evening. It's 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 something. I've managed to get a cold in
2: the middle of summer, so that's how I am.
0: I mean that that's that's impressive,
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's fun
1: it's in, yeah, sure, it's just not hay fever, <laughs> no, it's definitely
2: not hay fever like i I do suffer from hay fever, this is not hay fever, I feel like I've got like knives at the back of my throat oh dear
0: yeah that that's not hay fever. <laughs> hay fever's a bitch as well, isn't it? Here you go, yeah. you're allergic to summer. for
2: for me it's you're allergic to the outside for nine months of the year because i've got fucking i'm allergic to grass tree and fucking whatever the other one is flower pollen so i'm allergic to all three well i mean i'm socially awkward around people so if that's an allergy then sure
0: yeah (laughs) and then at winter you just get cold anyway so you might as well just stay indoors
2: yeah i basically don't ever breathe through my nose <laughs>
0: yeah, 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 just get rid of it. It's not needed anymore. It's like yeah. nipples on a man. Ladies' man, Matt coin <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Form an odd lick you. Oh, dear. Right, gentlemen, we should probably do some some knees. News? Knees, some knees. <laughs> do we want to do some knees? Do we want to do. I'll tell you what, we do a little bit. Knees, Whose knees are these? That'd be the worst segment the on the we i watching
2: Naked Attraction. Shit James show ever, but <laughs> we're going to do it on a podcast. <laughs> yeah. We're just going to describe people's knees. So this one has got two kneecaps. Yeah. And legs. <laughs> and we can't tell you the color of their skin because somebody will call us racist, so...
0: <laughs> Surely it's not racist to describe. describe the color of someone's skin. Essentially my favorite bit of news of the week, but... I can understand why I'm putting it first. So Kramer have released a guitar and it is called the Hot Dogger 84. <laughs> sorry, sorry, <laughs> what? Yeah. So Kramer <laughs> re- released a single pickup electric guitar that looks just as finger licking good as it sounds. So it's basically a yellow, um, what is it, the pacer? Is it like the single pickup one? Um, oh, it's a super strat, isn't I it? think so. Yeah, yeah, super strat, single single humbucker in the bridge, single volume Floyd Rose system, uh, maple neck, silly banana headstock. Look full on full on log eighty shrew machine bright yellow with hot dogs, just hot dogs on on the front. It's fantastic. It is amazing. Why? Right. So there is a there's a story behind it. So um, it's the
2: story somebody. Went into some sort of fever dream and came out and went. I
0: know how to sell Kramers. I mean, almost. So one of their <laughs> it says Kramer guitar, uh, Kramer and guitar artist Ron's World. Last year's National <laughs> Hot Dog Day. There's a, there is such a thing apparently. Um, had had. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's very much that, isn't it? So the tease <laughs> the idea of this this hot dog thing, and now it's a now it's a reality. It comes uh, as standard. The humbucker is a, a Duncan JB, so that's pretty pretty damn cool. Yes, sorry to say, it's it's based on the Pacer model, uh, twelve inch radius C profile neck, like very 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 fast. Oh, it's got a, it's got a push pull as well for a series parallel tap. Nice. So <laughs> this is fantastic. It's it's the most ridiculous guitar. However, it's look it will seem like a really good deal when I mention something a little bit later on today. Which is not too far off this. So this one, they are the the limited run, actually. I think they're limited to like nine hundred and fifty of them. Oh no, there's not seventy five units, I was well off the mark. <laughs> 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 that's a very different number it's a very different number so 75 available at sweetwater nowhere else but they are 999 so this is in dollars as well so us uk folk won't be able to buy one other
1: than the headstock other than the headstock that's kind of a dream spec for me floyd rose single pickup, volume knob like i'm absolutely game with that
2: but do you really want to be on stage with a yellow guitar with hot dogs on the front of it.
1: Well, I can I can up one because when I went to see a you Dan Jacobs, who's a Kiesel artist, he had like he's like a an explorer, but you know, like a smaller body but in a bit sharper. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Oh. Um and um he had the body hollowed out and he had um like sushi made in the guitar body and oh, it was I all see. like bits of sushi and stuff Just... like that. And I was like, that's fucking wicked. <laughs> So, weren't didn't he used to be with ESP? And yeah, because he the, had the he had the white and red yeah, blood, the blood um, yeah, the blood splatter. Um, that was like yeah. an explorer shape, wasn't it? Yeah, it's basically that that, but like it's like it's with, been put yeah. in Microsoft Word and reduced by twenty five percent and and sushi fied. Yeah, it's awesome. It's genuinely awesome. I really liked it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I mean, it's 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 one of those, isn't it? it it's it will turn heads, whether you, whether it's for the right reasons or the wrong reasons. It will turn heads, <laughs> and it's not often you see a guitar done in that little numbers for that price. Because usually, when it's like seventy five, you're talking like six or seven grand. I'm looking at you, brands that begin with G. Um, and F, but <laughs> and F, G F <laughs>
0: P. <'Cause>, oh yes, <laughs> <'cause>, <laughs> what?
1: <laughs> yeah what, like, so I've, it's, it's actually crazy, a really man. good value I reckon for a limited run
0: you see that's what I was thinking actually it's as, as stupid as it is and it is it's stupid but as stupid <laughs> as it is it's actually pretty genius because it's it's a, a decent price
2: you've missed National Hot Dog Day this, this year though because it's the third Wednesday in July and we've had three Wednesdays this July so you've got to wait a whole nother year for your guitar to be relevant. Yeah. This well, is if you relevant just go all into all a hot stuff. dog
1: shop, though? Can you just turn up with it and they'll give you like a 10% discount? Oh, I reckon, yeah. you'd
2: have to negotiate that with the hot dog place. Yeah
1: you, you, yeah, you can't just... <laughs> you can't just carry on your way in there and just demand
0: a, <laughs> <laughs> Look, Hot dog, you, me, yeah. want food. I see, <laughs> yeah. Give me some it's, of these. Give me some of these. 10% off. It, I mean, it's ridiculous that you're charging me anything for these. <laughs> but... <laughs> Shit. So, I thought that was a pretty, pretty fucking good uh, bit of news. That I loved it. Um, yeah, the Kramer hot dog. I'm I, down I, to clown I, with that. I urge you to go, uh, go look this up and keep that in mind when we talk about the uh, the F, um, F guitar with a similar spec later on because it will seem a little bit more ridiculous.
1: <laughs> okay, I've just looked it on Sweetwater. I'm absolutely putting in a pre order for that. That is fucking excellent. It's,
0: it's <laughs>
2: hilariously bad.
0: It is. It's, I love it. It, it. I mean, it's one of those where it's so bad, it's good. It's come come around full is circle. It, the Kramer logo looks like he's done in ketchup. That's fucking excellent. I mean, Fender <laughs> have got the spaghetti logo, Kramer have now got the ketchup
1: logos. <laughs> <laughs> it. i love that I, that's, that's nu- now my number one favorite guitar <laughs> indeed right i'm gonna i'm gonna talk a
0: little bit about what i did last week because i erroneously decided that the uh tc vibrato no uh, Vibra clone would, was coming out last week and it weren't <laughs> it's coming out this week so remember all that that's, that's all still word. relevant um last week came out the k-line nightwolf and I afford this one something rotten. it came out at 5:30 in the morning rather than 5:30 <laughs> p.m. so it came out a I little mean, bit I mean
2: you advertised that it comes out at 5:30 on a Friday and it came out at 5:30 on a Friday
0: it did it didn't like it didn't do very well for my um for my analytics on my channel it came, it like it, it it went off to a rocky start it's it's recovered now so we're all good but it it went off to a rocky start. Like I think it had been up for like an hour and a half by the time I got up in the morning, and it was on like four views. And I get
1: more,
0: <laughs> <laughs> so like I get more than that on the premieres. Like I, I usually get about somewhere between about seven to ten people watching on the premiere. So it was off to a rough start, uh, <laughs> but like the the sheer quality of this pedal has brought it through, and I'm I'm cool with that. So it's a dual pedal. It's one of the dual pedals from the K-line. Oh, I forgot what the 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 series is called, but they've, they've bought out a bunch of dual pedals that are um, a lot of the time. Part of it is a pedal that they've already released, and this one was one that I asked K-line if they would send me, um, and it's basically half of it is the Pure Sky, which is their like their biggest selling overdrive, and is one of those pedals that I'm a massive, massive uh, advocate for. Is that the Timmy clone? It is the Timmy clone, yeah.
2: Yeah, so it's basically the U in a pedal.
0: Yeah, yeah, it really is. <laughs> <Timmy. laughs> yeah. Look, I've the, done the Canadian Special Edition Purple one about a month before. Yeah. And so, look, I rushed through the, the, the Pure Sky bit because I've already kind of done it. And if you want to catch a full review on the, the Pure Sky, go to that video. Um, but the other side is basically like a like a starved fuzz face, so it's kind of Velcro-y sounding fuzz face, and it's, it's amazing, so good. It is one of those where you have to like crank the gain as well because anything under like three quarters gain makes it you you get like kind of woolly and farty sounding, but the moment you push the gain up, it's it's good. It is good. And then it's got three controls on it, like three foot switches. The, the two obviously do the, um, the two effects independently. And then the middle one is an effect order switch.
2: Okay. So, Ooh. So on a foot
0: switch rather than a toggle? On a foot switch. So on the fly, you can switch between having drive into fuzz or fuzz into drive. That needs to be in every dual pedal going forward now. You know it. Like I, I thought that was a really wicked... Um, Really wicked addition considering this pedal, I think, is about 50 or 60 quid. Like, oh, God. that's mad. <laughs> you could, like, you couldn't buy both of those pedals like a K line pure sky and the line fuzz face clone for that price. They've managed to get it and an ABY pedal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look, if you just bought those two pedals, you're probably looking very close to that. You're then talking a patch cable. Or two patch cables and an ABY box. Now forget that. You've got it sorted all in this Nightwolf pedal. So I think it's worth it. Look, like if you're looking at the Pure Sky, just go for the Nightwolf because then you get an added fuzz face. And if you don't necessarily like fuzz all that much, you don't have to use it all the time. You can use just the, the Pure Sky one and then the occasional... Do I like fuzz? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And no, not really. I'll just go back to the Pure Sky. So it's, it's beautiful. And I really enjoyed that. really enjoyed doing a, a demo on that one. However, this week is the Vibra clone. <laughs> <laughs> that we talked about last week. But yeah. You
2: already know what it is.
0: Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll let you know. It's, it's really good. I like it. <laughs> I really like it. But it,
1: yeah. It is what it is. I also are going to get a rotor vibe at some point. You know the rotor vibe, like wire pedal,
0: rotor vibe. Who's this boy?
1: Yeah, there's a rotor. There's a rota vibe, but it's in a wire pedal enclosure, so obviously you can control it with your foot. I
0: mean, that sounds fucking awesome. Have you never seen? Have you never seen that? I have not. No. Who's
1: that boy? Oh, mate, you're missing out. Is it Dunlop, and is it like got a red base and like a chrome top or something like? Yeah, that? Yeah, it's like a, a red base and
0: chrome on the top. Yeah, I think I have seen that. Then
1: oh, I need to
0: I need to look into that, don't I? Because that that sounds right on my street. I'll, I was gonna say, <laughs> see, I, I wanted a like a phaser where <laughs> rather than it being on a an oscillator, it's on a treadle, so you can look like, manually select the amount of
1: phasing it does isn't that why they put them weird black things on the top on, start on the top of some of the Dunlop pedals you could get like a black thing that you'd put on the top of a phase as so a uh, knob so you can control it with your foot
0: oh yeah like the kind of the knobs surrounds.
1: Yeah, bumps, yeah as they're called here in the UK <laughs> 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 Look, it, I,
0: I went there I went there okay but yeah. Yeah, I think I think they are designed that you can kind of adjust it on the fly with your tie. But I want full full low like treadle treadle access. So that you can sweep through the amount of phasing and like find a particularly horrible notch within the phase and just stick it there and just really piss some people off.
1: Matt's just glad you haven't got a tremolo with it. Yeah. On the pedal. <laughs> That'd just be a volume pedal, wouldn't it?
2: <laughs> Simple. Well, surely you just—if you're going to do a, like an expression on a tremolo, you're not going to make it into depth. Surely you'd make it
0: the speed, <laughs> I suppose. But like, if it is the depth, then you've got speed built in there already. Just how fast you move your foot. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that get that get. Well, you'd have to re- give it to a
2: drummer if you wanted it really quick, wouldn't you?
0: Yeah, no one wants
1: <laughs> no one wants that kind of responsibility on a drummer. <laughs> <laughs> they can't be they can't be trusted to count. Sometimes can't even do that properly.
0: Yeah, like the, a meme that's been uh, kind of floated around recently is, um, like the the click that the drummer comes in at, and then the tempo that the singer actually sings the song. <laughs> just... so
2: i had a i had a genuine conversation with a guy who was drumming this week where he said is this song in seven eight and i'm like no dave it's in three four <laughs> <laughs> it's like no it's in seven eight and i'm like it's Might be in you drumming three it, yeah. four <laughs> here are the beats yeah it's in three it's just it's like,
1: like... <laughs> So yeah. he's been sticking the oh, next no, of thing. No, half no, beat. It's not.
2: Well, he's been, no, he's been w- trying to work out why he couldn't work out what the drum beat was. <laughs> it's because he's read somewhere that it's in seven seven eight, and he couldn't get that to fit with the song.
0: <laughs> it's not "Heart of Glass" by <laughs> Blondie, is it?
2: I, I don't even know what it was now. I can't remember because
0: <laughs> uh, if I remember rightly, there is one bar of seven eight in "Heart of Glass" by Blondie, like the. The bridge section is in three four, and then it just does a bar of seven eight once. <laughs> That's what it does. Just <laughs> a real bastard, just to absolutely fuck with people. Or is it, and it might be that it does four four, and then it does three four. I can't remember, but it does it does something where it's an absolute bastard.
2: Well, four four and three four is seven eight.
0: Yeah, but it, it look it's four four for the majority of the song, and then does oh, three four, and then
2: does one or three four.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Three four and four three four add four four isn't seven eight. Logically, yeah it is. You don't <laughs> that's ma- yeah, it ma- mathematically it might be.
2: Seven eight is a is a bar of four four and a bar of three four. That's what seven eight is.
0: No, because you're you're talking uh, look, I'll tell you what, we we we're, we're gonna stop here because <laughs> this is already getting nerdy enough. Um <laughs> but We'll we'll talk about it after the after the podcast. It's the fret talk
1: podcast, not the gear nerds podcast or well, guitar even, nerds. That's podcast. not even
2: gear or guitar. That's fucking
1: the music theory. theory nerds.
2: Yeah, and no. there ain't nobody listening to that podcast.
1: No. Get, yeah, get minus listeners. And anybody that does listen to it are just stuck wearing glasses that just do constant math classes. E. Hey. Well, <laughs>
0: right, let's do some more news. Let's do some more news. Uh, we'll we'll talk about a little bit of, uh, about some news. More personal, more close to home, um, is this week we saw in the pedal boards of doom group, and actually on his personal, uh, not personal Facebook, like the uh, the business the Facebook. Shop Facebook, yeah, yeah. There was a a little uh, story, was it on on the the shop Facebook, and then the like the full post was put out in pedal boards of doom. This was by uh, Tate Effects mentioning about, uh, like how he he'd had, had a good time at the Brighton show, like the pedal uh pedal show, but despite like despite having a great time and despite like m- like really enjoying the people <clears throat> he's know like knows within the industry and the, all of the all of the people that he knows and all of the places that he managed to go with it all, that the past year uh and a bit like the past kind of couple of years especially since covid um the the sales have been become less and less consistent and he was thrown out a um so like he was he's thrown out to some some advice within the group like trying to figure out why because he he'd been seriously considering after like a, a pretty disappointing weekend sales wise at the at the show he was saying like, I'm getting to a point where, is it worth it? Like, is it worth carrying on? Um, and there were the like, go going to paddle of doom. You can you can read some of the comments, um, about that, and and if you've got your own thoughts and opinions about it as well, happily like he he's like really open to people's su- suggestions on this. Um, but there was a load of people coming out of the woodwork and like throwing some real. Real awesome praise on the on the pedals, Matt. You were one of them.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, like I I basically just posted. Look, I since the since I've had the Antares come through and the Raise the Dead, neither of them have dropped off my board. I've yeah. got a second Antares that I picked up second hand off Josh. I've got a BMB which comes out now and again, but I don't use as often, and the Hot coals. I just don't use that vintagey sound at the moment. So, like the the treble boosted sound. So, yeah. haven't got it on boards, but it, like I I still have it. I mean, I think it's on this desk. It is. It's there. It's in my practice rig at the moment because I just I, I think his pedals are just there Or well, certainly, I think most of them. I'm the target audience. They they do the sounds that I'm I'm looking for. They are also idiot proof. I think it's the mm-hmm. one of the one of the strongest things he's got going is they're not the things that one of the things that i don't get is thorpe came out about came out about the same time as as stewart and has obviously grown in a bigger way and i I just don't understand it i i get that you know his pedals are are, are aimed at a different market because you've got like 74 knobs on some of them but i (laughs) I just I think you've yeah, seen many
0: phobie pedals, to be honest. They've
2: got like six to ten knobs on some of them. Yeah, it's yeah. Ridiculous. They, yeah. And they've got fucking dip switches coming out of your ears. And just Stuart has done a just good quality, different versions of classic vintage sounds, I think, for the most part. Yeah. When you think of his pedals, and, and I think he does it in a, in a far better way than somebody like JHS who's doing something very similar.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah.
2: But, I I do get I yeah. and, and you know I'm I'm terrible for it. I think all but one of the pedals I've bought of him I've bought B-Stock. yeah, because I'm a cheapskate and <laughs> I can't help but take. You're a talking to two Rubble brummies. Bargain. We <laughs> are the
0: kings of cheapskates. Yeah.
2: Um. So and and I think that was part of the feedback was you know that some people have considered that maybe his yeah. pricing strategy is a little bit. Off, and I can see why his pedals are the price that they are, and you know it's like like you were saying, like somebody was like, I oh, wasn't the Razor Dead like fifty quid cheaper at some point, and he's like, yeah, but that was when it was a sticker on a on a plain enclosure, and now it's like a proper, you know, it's a proper well, like properly finished pedal, um, yeah. and you know, the, like that was also five years ago, and part prices were a lot different, you know, pre COVID than they are now. Um, and I don't know what the solution is, but like I would always advocate for Stu's pedals. Like anybody asks for anything along the lines of a, an SD1 or a tube screamer, I, I would suggest I would suggest look at the Antares because it is something that's doing that style of pedal but in a different way with the clean blend, which makes it usable on its own. Like I wouldn't ever use a tube screamer into a clean amp because yeah. I just think the sound is awful. But I would use an Anteras <laughs> in a, into a clean amp because the the ad, the addition of the blend and the changes that he has made to I know it's more based on the SD one than the tube screamer, but it's they're both very yeah, similarly the... voiced pedals, aren't they? That they're that, that mid rangey upper mid range kind of you know a pedal that's aimed at that kind of market. Whereas I think the Anteras makes it usable into a clean amp. Whereas I don't think you can say the same about either the SD one or the or the tube screamer, I just don't like those sounds into clean amps. Whereas the the <laughs> Antares, you can do that, but also it will do. I, I use mine as at the moment as a crunch channel. So I I I run mine into the front of my hotcake, and yeah. um, when I'm playing into the Vox to make the hotcake, because I use the hotcake as like a light drive, and then a, a fatten it up with the uh, with the Antares. But I've also used it as a lead boost. I've used it as my, my main kind of rhythm drive. Like I've I've used that in that pedal in so many different ways. And I bought a second one off because 'cause I'll probably end up having one sound for for my crunch channel and one sound for my lead boost come from that because I, I think the best lead boost I ever had was when I was using the Antares, but I was finding I was using it more as a crunch channel, which I, and I like the sound so much that the more I had the pedal switched on, the better a gig felt like it was going.
0: Yeah. And like that's it, isn't it? If if it's one of those pedals that can make the difference between a good gig and a great gig, then it's worth the admittance price alone, isn't it? Absolutely.
1: But yeah, I mean, uh, I think some people can't like against like you know, money's tight for a lot of people at the moment. You know, I think everyone's struggling with you know, don't get all political, but you know, lack of pay rises, blah blah blah. You know, we're not we're not that sort of podcast. I think people probably haven't got, you know, the, the affordable luxury to be able to, you know, realistically buy pedals of his budget at the moment. Um, which, you know, which is understandable, but when you, you know, you do get them the money, you know, Christmas present, birthday present, what have you, you you are getting a a very solid product for, for the price. But I just think at the moment, everyone's struggling to find the money for that.
0: Yeah. Um, it's, I mean, it's a difficult, uh, difficult thing to to weather out, isn't it? Like, you go, yeah, it's like it's not the market for it at the moment. But how long do we hold on, basically? And uh, you can understand like where he's coming from. That you no, know, he's uh pretty in a pretty decent paid job. He earns more than enough doing his day job to be able to like live a happy. Happy life, and the 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 pedal thing was very much a like a passion project where he he like has done revision after revision after revision to try and make those perfect pedals.
1: Um, and he's done work for like West Borland, you know. If he's doing work for people like you know, say West Borland from Limp Biscuit, then you know he knows what he's doing. (laughs)
0: Uh, Absolutely, and. Look, like, people come to him as well. Like other pedal manufacturers, I won't name any names, just in case I'm stepping on anyone's toes. Um, but I, I know of people who have been making pedals and say, "Oh yeah, I asked Stuart about this because he's like, he's so knowledgeable." Um, so it it would be a really um, like a really great it's loss like the for the. Fold. Yeah, it'd be a really great loss for the for the industry, like especially like the the British um kind of boutique market. If uh, a titan such as uh, Stuart would close his doors, that's like that saying like other people of that kind of ilk could then also <laughs> like possibly be be under threat, and it's it's a scary. Scary and slippery slope. It's one that
1: I, I hope doesn't come to fruition. Right. You know, we've, obviously we all, we all support him and hope it works well and that things do pick up for him. And again, like you're saying, finding British, you know, kind of pretty much handmade pedals aren't exactly the most common thing out there at the moment.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, finding good ones because uh, like, during yeah. lockdown especially, like every other, every other Tom, Dick and Harry was like, Oh yeah, look like, I'll start up a pedal building business. I'll buy a couple of PCBs in from X, Y, and Z. And then yeah, I'll start it's up the by same. A... It's not the same, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. But they look, it was that. And like a lot of those guys have folded, nay, because they realise it's a lot of fucking work. It's a thankless task. Like it's a really, really steep, steep curve to kind of break through the through the market and then offering something which is a bit more unique. Like which offers the market something which isn't just, oh, here's another green style overdrive. Oh, here's just another like standard fuzz face. It's like all of his versions of those are like his little tweaks of this is what I found was the shit bit about those pedals. And I'm gonna fix that for you. Uh, <laughs> so like they are some really interesting takes on it. Anyway, let's uh, let's move on, gentlemen, because we're a podcast, we need to get some some whoop back in the podcast. Uh, so, <laughs> Josh, tell tell us about about your your adventures this week with uh, a certain iconic amplifier of the late nineties, early two thousands.
1: Yes, um, so I have a video going live tomorrow on Pedalboards of Doom where I have revisited and kind of reminisced on an amp of the way I worded it yesteryear, yep. and it was a, a Line 6 Spider. Okay. And this this was never... A video at one point and then i was just scrolling through the cortex cloud because the um the app had been um had an update and i was like okay let's have a look through the changes and i was like oh someone's done a, a, a neural capture of the line six spider on insane mode and i was like <laughs> and i mean it's it it now in. like yeah yeah obviously. And there's like, um, they've added like a game bar so you can see like, um, how many, you know, if it's like 10 red, you know, 10, it's like full game. If there's one, it's, you know, like, you know, your two rock style or whatever. And it was just like full red. And I was like, yeah, I'm down. I'm down. Let's go. Let's do this. So I downloaded it and played through it. And I was like, okay, okay. This is actually not as bad as I remember it being um and that was when the the video kind of started i was like yeah yeah we need to revisit this like bulb moment yeah <laughs> um because it sounded like I've, we've all seen the memes let's let's be honest we yeah. we've all know how bad they can sound and i've i used to own one and i will i will fully put my hands up that i put it on insane mode and scooped out the mids and boosted the gain to fuck as to much it just sounded like a wasp <laughs> farting down a microphone. Um and I was really impressed actually with how good it sounded in the end. Yeah. I didn't do any you know, I didn't do any post EQ, I didn't, you know, fiddle with the frequencies. All I literally did was put the the capture on, left it stuck, didn't tweak it and uh, just added some delay and some reverb. And honest to God, watch the video, because the results will surprise you. They really will. Indeed, indeed, yeah. I think a lot of us
0: growing up at that time had some form of arachnophobia based solely on those amps.
1: Well, my intro tag to the video was, I said that... uh, If you haven't heard of this pedal, owned it, or even played through it, then I said you're lying to yourself, because I think everybody at some point has played through one or has heard one in the flesh. Oh, yeah, yeah.
2: Can I speak up and say I've never seen an actual spider, let alone heard one in the flesh?
1: I mean, that's... that's... Do they have guitar stores on the Isle of Man? No, not really. One. Yeah, Yeah, (laughs) we we
0: had none for a a
2: while. Um, but yeah, no, I've never seen a Line 6 Spider in the... I've seen... Sorry, that's a lie. I've seen the head of the valve, but that fell off the back of a, um, a pickup truck in a field when I know, was at a festival, but I never saw it used.
0: <laughs> I mean, that's probably um, no, the best you could hope I've, for.
2: <laughs> but I've never... Um, yeah, I've never, I've never heard a Line 6 Spider in the flesh.
0: Well, now is your opportunity, because I hear this tone capture is very, very uh, accurate. Can I ask it's a very, question? Uh, yeah, go Who has to me? a 1500 <laughs> quid
2: amp modeling <laughs> capturing thing and thinks, I know what would sound great? Something I can probably buy off eBay for 25 quid? Yeah. Well,
1: in all fairness, it, like, I must admit, like, um in terms of like you know what you can do on the quad on the quad cortex and with the app it's like sharing it on there Like you know i've two i'm not gonna you know humble brag but two of my profiles and uh scenes whatever you want to call them that i've made are the most popular ones on there i'm just gonna put that out there i'm a bit of a big deal you know (laughs) Mm -hmm. um but you know, if somebody scrolls across that and enjoys it and thinks, okay, that sounds good. You know, you're probably going to get a follow on, you know, a follow on there off a few people and boost your, your presence with that. But, yeah. um, I must admit, I, I would shout out the guy that made the capture, but I can't remember his name. So if you, <laughs> I mean, that really not speaks volumes this. about how it raises just your profile. <laughs> <laughs> well, cause like I, I just downloaded it, thought, So, uh, I'll, stick it in the library and maybe I'll use it one day and never intended that I was going to make a video with it at all. Yeah. But it was just that good.
0: Yeah. And uh, I think just for the, the sake of um, like curiosity, it's worth doing a profile in it just because, like, why not? If you've got the opportunity to profile any amp, you might as well go, oh, remember that amp? Let's see what it sounds like. Ten years, fifteen. Sh- shall, years. shall I send?
2: Shall I send you my Ibanez practice amp that came ten? watt practice amp that came with my fucking Ibanez Geo starter pack?
0: I mean, this would be brilliant if they started profiling. Ah, <laughs> <like>, oh, really? <laughs> and
1: do you remember, you used to get like the uh, like the Argus style catalog amps that just had like come on like a hinge, and it was yes, five yeah. watts, and mm-hmm. you only just had was, like a gain knob or something.
0: Yes. Yeah, <laughs> so I, I had to use those for, for um for a period of time. Um, and there was one way of getting a, I'm not going to say a good sound, but it was a usable sound out of it. And you had to, like it was a really, really weird EQ trick that you did on it. It was like, cut all of the treble off, put all of the mid and all of the bass on, and then run the gain at maximum. And it would get like a kind of. Or like almost. Like. Mid rich kind of tube screamery sound. Coming out of it. Rather than like fizzy beef farts. <laughs> <laughs> so there, there was a way of doing it. Like you negated the shitness of the speaker. By like really cranking the key. I can't remember the trick. But it was like it. it Look, if you looked at the EQ, you'd go, "There's no way that's going to sound any any good." But it was the, <laughs> the way of of making it sound the best. Uh, it was, but it yeah, they they were horrendous. But I want I want I want profiles of those kind of things, like the profile of the the little Fender frontman ten, <laughs> a, or the was it Fender Champion or whatever it was called? Oh, the champ, yeah, the Champions are all right. Like the like the the little BB blaster which had like beef tweak and enjoy or whatever it was on it, which they that, that were just fucking horrendous. But I want I want profiles of these so that you can like really get that authentic shit <laughs> yeah just hear how
1: far uh, we've the come The the cortex is the the quad cortex is the pedicle of like amp modeling <laughs> technology sounds like shit mate <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah like getting it to sound the worst but like running like really <laughs> shit amps in stereo like having a stereo patch with like your fucking fender front and on the one side and your fucking what Argos amp on the other?
1: <laughs> I must admit, part of me was tempted to put in this signal chain if it was to put a metal zone in front of it. <laughs> I mean, that, I mean that's the follow up video shortly, surely.
0: But yeah, it's uh, it's it's one that you should definitely should be checking out. It's, it's only a short video, and it's like four or five minutes of pure like nostalgic, just
1: gnarliness. And I've inserted memes into the video as well, so, you know. You have. You definitely have.
0: Uh, (laughs) Right, let's have a look at what time we're on, because it really depends on what news we're going to go for next. Go on, we're going to do it. Um, I want want to bring this one up. No one else wants me to bring this one up, but I want to bring this one up. So, Fender are doing... uh, (laughs) I mean, you can can hear the eye roll. It's brilliant. Uh, So... Fender are opening a uh, a store in Tokyo, like the flagship store in Tokyo. And to celebrate it, they are doing a run of special edition Acoustasonics. No, the
1: Acoustasonic... Oh uh, no, this one isn't. Uh, this one isn't too bad, actually.
0: Yeah, th- so <laughs> we've got some more Fender news later on. Uh, the Acoustasonic, not a very good guitar. I mean... It has got a following and they're probably pretty well built. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that it's like a badly built guitar.
2: But it's but pointless.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's,
2: <laughs> no, it's a well made thing that doesn't need to exist.
1: Yeah.
0: It's a bit like the Reliant Robin. Like, it works. What? I've never known a Fender to be compared to a Reliant Robin. Well, <laughs> like, in terms of, like, if you want a car, you're not buying a reliant Robin, are you? Like, because it's a three-wheeled, basically bicycle <laughs> <laughs> with a fiberglass. Like you could drive it on a on a bike license, but it's just it's not very good for people who like motorbikes because it's like basically like a, a car. A rolling <laughs> yeah, a rolling coffin. <laughs> um but it's not like it's it's not a car and it's not a bike. It kind of sits in this weird
2: yeah, it's the, it's a perfect analogy because it's not an acoustic guitar and it's not an electric guitar. It's somewhere in the middle and does a shit job of both.
0: Yeah, yeah. It, Look, like, <laughs> it's it's not a very good electric guitar because it's not versatile enough to be an electric guitar. It doesn't sound enough like an acoustic to be a good acoustic guitar. It's just it's kind of the most compromise on both, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. And and so the acoustic sonic for like for us on this podcast is pretty much pretty much a shit thing <laughs> and we've we've almost universally gone on on record as to say like guitars with graphics on the front not for us however yeah. <laughs> however oh
2: was, oh of course because it's japanese isn't it so yeah is it going to be full of um weeb stuff no can't <laughs> i can't call mean, it hentai can i
0: <laughs>
1: it would be <laughs> fucking brilliant if it was just
0: like fucking animated Hatsune Miku
1: with an inbuilt Miku pedal <laughs> oh shit man I, I
0: kind of want that to be the thing oh <laughs> uh, so like Fender Japan have gone the different route for this they haven't gone like full on like schoolgirl slash demon <laughs> or, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like all kinds are wrong. Yeah, they've 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 gone very uh very traditional. So they've gone like traditional Japanese art. So there's like a Mount Fuji. There's like cresting waves, and there's another one which I can't remember off the
1: top. of I would buy the waves one as just to have some art on the wall. I think in a studio or something like that. I think it would be really nice. You know it. You absolutely know it. Oh yeah. So we've
0: got. What, what have we got? So we've got Mount Fuji, we've got uh, Tama, and then we've got the, uh, the Cresting Waves. All of these would be absolutely brilliant art pieces. I think they, they look absolutely just phenomenal. They almost, I'm saying almost here, almost make the Acoustasonic worth
1: buying. Almost. I mean, well, Niall Rogers, Niall Rodge, Is it Niall Rogers? I think he's a he's a big advocate for them, isn't he? There's a
2: couple of people that are.
0: But I
2: look at these and I go, "Do you know what I'd do with that? I'd take the neck off it and hang it on the wall."
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, realistically, what you should probably do is just find the art book, buy a print of on. the artwork. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I think what this has inspired me to do is is because I like the Crested Waves one. He just finds. Find uh, a piece of art which has got that kind of style crested wave. Oh, there was there was a wicked one. There was one that was like uh, a Pokemon crossover, and it had the, uh, the crested wave and then Lugia, the other side, in the, that <laughs> oh, kind of boss. style. And it looked amazing. And, like, the internet has not served it up to me since. It was on like an advert. <laughs> I like, Fuck, I should, probably should have bought that.
2: I mean, if we're talking about things we've been up to this week and Pokemon... I'm going to show you something oh. absolutely hideous and hilarious
0: at the same time now. Oh, have you? Why have you got a Voltorb tattooed on your bollock, Matt? I yeah. have. <laughs> so I've been wearing
2: Crocs because they're really comfortable, and my partner bought me some Croc decorations that are
0: Pokemon. <laughs> nice. Is that a cricket tune on that one? On the no. One one? Which? Where are we looking here? But, um, so, you've got Squirtle on the, the toe of the one. What's on the yeah. other side? Oh, is that a Charizard? It's Charizard.
1: Charizard, yeah. oh, Eevee, nice. Haunter, Gastly. Uh, Shiny Rattata because
2: it's pink instead of purple. <laughs>
1: uh, I was going to say.
2: We've got Mew, Mewtwo, Mewtwo. Psyduck, and two Pikachu. top right one they're, on the left foot? Whatever it they're is. They're both uh, on the outside of the foot for both. It's Pikachu. Uh, uh, okay. One's wearing one's wearing Ash's hat.
0: I've yeah, got, yeah like, so much of my Pokemon Go storage is based on Pikachu's, Pikachu's embarrassing hats. <laughs> yeah, Ugh. yeah, that, that's how they get you. <laughs> I'm now at the point where I can't buy any more storage. And what, you, have you maxed out the storage? Yeah, six six thousand three hundred. And Jeez. I shit you not, probably over a thousand of those are Pikachu's hats.
2: Well won't you just get rid of some of the Pikachu's you surely you've got duplicates of the ones with hats.
0: I do, but you know, they're there now. They're there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is that what you tell yourself to get to
2: sleep that every
0: night? They're yeah. there. Yeah. They're there. <laughs> yeah.
2: Will I ever use them? No, I won't. But oh, do they do they serve any function? No, they don't.
0: No, they are they are wasting space in my like digital online box. That does, it doesn't exist. If I switch the app off, it's it's not there. Like it doesn't exist. It's <laughs> no, it's not a problem, right?
1: I Man. found a Mew Pokemon card on the floor.
0: You did, you did, you did. It's bad to fuck, isn't it? <laughs> it, it is really bad. But it was it was like a, like a quite decent one. It was like an EX Mew, was it? I think it was a V. Mm-hmm. It was a V. Was it
1: a v? It's a Pokemon card I haven't collected. I haven't seen one since 1999. Shit, man. Like...
2: Well, they, these these ones didn't exist in 1999. Yeah. They didn't have EX and V and V-Star and V-Max. And
0: yeah, back then when, like, 30 Strike, damage was a yeah. good, like, a good solid attack. <laughs> and now you're talking, like... Well,
2: Charizard was the, the highest HP. I think he had 110.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like... Scrub level shit can get rid of that these days. Like basic bitch common cards could just dispatch a, a Gen 1 Charizard with no problems. Yeah. It, like his attacks were like, you'd need to load it with like four energy or something. Yeah. Uh, it was really expensive use, to use it. Ah, oh, but, right but,
2: but don't worry because the 151 is coming out in the UK in September, which means you can get the original 151 in a single Pokemon set nice but they're not you know outdated and charizard will probably have more than 110 health
0: yeah a million (laughs) hp (laughs) and i can't bloody wait not that i'm a nerd or anything (laughs) i think it's it's no no surprise here that we're all fucking nerds, (laughs) right uh matt you've you've done some gigs this
2: week haven't you let's let's talk I've done a fair few gigs over the like I had a quite a long period off at the start of the year and then had like the rush of TT and then I had a couple of weeks off and now I think I've done three gigs in the last two weekends and I've got another like three gigs in the next two weekends so like I'm just gigging it all over the place at the moment yeah um, I don't... Yeah, just... Like, it was my first pub gigs as well, like, outside of TT. I don't think we've done pub gigs since, like, this time last... Since, like, July last year. So to get back doing the pub scene, yeah, I really enjoy it because you get to play the music for you rather than for the party. So like for a party, we'll always change up the set list. We'll drop the blues stuff because nobody particularly wants to hear me shred to Red House. <laughs> <laughs> like nobody Apart wants to hear me, me play Red House. I want to. <laughs> yeah. at, at, you know, at a wedding or like a corporate
0: <laughs> corporate party. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like no one wants to hear a song about like you fucking off with her sister <laughs> Yeah, to the newly married couple. <laughs>
2: So yeah we get to do things like that and we get to end with freebird and it's not in 2T week so it's not it's like it's playing inside and just you know yeah i uh, yeah just had some really good gigs and we we got some really good feedback so the first on friday we played somewhere we'd never played before and oh, nice. the the lady wouldn't let us leave without booking us in for another gig <laughs>
0: nice
2: so clearly went down quite well and we were, like we've already got another so we were there we were there and we're there again next month. But she was like, yeah, no, we need to get you in at least one more time before the end of the year, so let's get that booked in. So, And then we we played another venue, and they were like, yeah, okay, can we get you for two more Saturdays before Christmas? So we're like, yeah, okay, let's work something out. So, yeah, gone down really well, and it was just a a good weekend. Managed to, you know, get decent tone, which I usually struggle with in pubs because I usually stand too close to my amp, so I have to try and not squeal. But it was managed to get enough distance that I could not just, yeah, get the horrible, horrible squealy noises. So
0: I'm imagining I, it just you squealing, going
1: ah, while playing
0: the guitar. <laughs> no, I mean, it's it's more That's like what I was thinking. You
2: know, you know when you put like you know you're coming into a lead break and you haven't been playing beforehand, you step on your your, your lead boost a little bit early. It wince, yeah, but everybody in the room just
0: winces because it goes, rather yeah. than... No, I guess yeah, I guess we're going without lead boost today and we just, you know, <laughs> you hear me if you hear me.
2: Yeah, whereas, yeah, I managed to not have those issues, which was good. Yeah. But yeah, just, just being, having fun playing, not buying anything because, you know, I'm an adult and I need to sell things to buy because there's no <laughs> fucking room in this house anymore. <laughs>
0: Mate, you're preaching to the choir here, my man. I deflog two guitars ago. I should have sold something. Well, I
2: I was showing guitars to my missus, and she was like, "Where are we going to put them?" Because she doesn't. She she's obsessed with buying plants. And my response to her looking at plants in Tesco's or in B and Q or wherever we are, it's like, "Yeah, but where's it going to go?" And she's now started doing that with like guitars and pedals and amps. So I'm like, "Oh, look look how cool this looks." And she's like, "Yeah, where's it going to go?" And I'm like. I can't you've answer that point. question. Yeah,
1: you've got a fair point. It's, it's <laughs> considerable. I'm, I'm taking ownership. I'm taking ownership of an amp on Saturday, and I still don't know where the fuck I'm going to put it.
2: Yeah, <laughs> we've all been there. Like, but yeah. So I, I've actually listed a couple. Like, I've listed one of the Haydens because I don't need two Haydens and the Marshall and the Vox and the dead Vox and the dead Fender and the dead uh Houston Kettner and the, the the other dead fender.
1: But so. <laughs> use an amp tech fix them.
2: I yeah, these are ones that are outside of my technical
0: ability, so I'm sticking them yeah. in the back of the
1: van and <laughs> taking them to the
0: UK. Switch <laughs> yeah, switch the, the uh the tubes in it and it, it's still not yeah. working.
2: I've done the power amp valves and it don't work. So yeah, it's I'm still stuck. fucked,
0: yeah. <laughs> this amp is officially fucked by the uh, like, <laughs> official official amp tech certification yeah. here.
2: But yeah, I'll end up in I'm in Liverpool in the van in September, so I will put the amps in the back of the van and see if somebody else who actually knows what they're doing can have a
0: look at them. That's going to be a big haul. Got though. to Liverpool for the day. I mean, that is much more doable, yeah, than shall we say other excursions which are currently on the cards.
2: Well, I mean, the, the problem with Liverpool, though, is Dawson's is closed. So, is there any big music store in Liverpool left?
0: No. Is not a PMT, as, as far as that? I'm aware.
2: I thought PMT was in, like, Warrington or, like, out towards Manchester. Uh, same thing, isn't it?
0: <laughs> yeah, just,
2: just like Birmingham and London are the same thing.
1: Oh, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah,
2: yeah. You dirty suddeners. <laughs> I mean, it's probably not. It's probably more like saying Peterborough and Birmingham are in the same place.
1: Yeah, you could do that. It's not saying Leicester and Birmingham are in the same
2: place. Well, they are. They're in the middle bit.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I suppose they
2: are.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right, gentlemen. Uh, I think we've, we've teased it long enough. We've teased it long enough. Fender have... They made an announcement kind of last week. Well um the blink 182 frontman <laughs> made an announcement last week and Fender have followed by like legitimizing <laughs> <laughs> i think i think we might already have Josh's opinion on this one so they they've legitimized his claims here so uh Tom DeLonge had a photo of himself with his old um signature which was like single humbucker single volume hardtail strap in surf green, I think it was. Yep, it is. So that was like his, his original uh Fender signature. He's obviously been through things since he was he went to Gibson for a while with a 339, come back to Fender for a starcaster not so long back. Um, but now it looks yep. like he's back with the the strat. And they have they've um they've agreed on this one, it is, it is happening. So the specs of this one is it's an older body. Paired with a maple neck with a 9.5 inch radius slab rosewood fretboard, 22 medium jumbo frets. It's hardtail uh, with block saddles, and it's got a Duncan Invader, I believe, in the bridge. Yep. Right. So let's compare that to the spec of the the sausage guitar.
2: Well, it's better than the sausage guitar already because it's got a hard tail. And that's yeah. what everybody is missing. Like, I know that in our group, we've been saying, oh, why don't you buy a fucking uh, Squire Strat and stick a an Invader in it? But you're missing the point of this one will stay in tune, whereas a Squire Strat with a fucking floaty trem won't.
0: Ah, uh, deck it. And it's pretty much the same thing. Yeah, but I don't want to have to faff around decking it. <laughs>
1: it's not hard. Yeah, yeah, I but really... the, the
2: but the mim one is hard, so there's no you don't, like. It's hard tail, so it doesn't float.
0: Yes, yeah. So this they are asking thirteen hundred dollars. It's made
2: in Mexico, by the way, as well, because we didn't mention that.
0: Okay, it's made in Mexico, which I assume like the Kramer, I don't think it said where it's made. I it'll assume it'll be in Indonesia. Yeah, it's probably not. It's not going to be American. But it might be, Consider it's 999. No, but it do not be surely. It might be Indo. But yeah, Indo and Mim. But like, 1300 quid for a single pickup, And it's not even, like, this doesn't even have the, like, fancy... Uh, get a squire.
1: Get a single Duncan invader. Get your body, get the body refinished. And you've done it for less than half of the same fucking price. That would be much less than a half price, yeah. But it um, wouldn't be a hardtail. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I'm, hard ta- I'm not advocating for
2: it. I think it should be five hundred quid. Like it's it's a single pickup, fucking maple neck strap with a hardtail.
1: The biggest, the biggest thing about this is obviously it's the biggest fucking cash grab since Kiss did their second end of world tour or whatever the fucking call it. But it's people will buy it and Back then the they'll 90s. stick it on reverb for, on about for the f- three grand, seventh or eighth. Look, like final end world tour part three, but yes. yeah, but yeah, people will buy it and stick it on reverb for three grand. But
2: you're going to struggle because there's four colours and they're not limited.
1: Yeah, so they're they're available. So,
0: I mean, one thing is that people have been moaning that not like, one of these the, the, the original run. Look, like, because even even like the Squire versions of the uh, Delong strats, or is it people that have converted? Squires two DeLongs. I think I think it's converted. People have converted. They're like they ask ridiculous prices for that, which is stupid. Um, Like the original ones, you just can't get for love no money because, like, they were a limited run and um, they they ask a ridiculous price. So actually, there's a market for
1: it. People are after them. People still list the Epiphones for like fifteen hundred quid plus, and I'm like, you're fucking high.
0: Yeah, the three three nine. Yes. It's like I know there are people out there who want it. I think probably it's going to be scratching a niche of uh, Mr. Gower. He's probably yeah. one of the people who'll be like, "Yeah, this is this is my thing." <laughs> um, but it's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. Yeah. It's a single pickup guitar. It's, it's, a lot it's of money. not like
2: the original one. I think was Mexican as well, but I, I think they were a lot, a lot more reasonably priced at the time. Yeah. Like, I know that we're getting into the the realms of Mexican guitars being eight nine hundred quid, and the signatures being thirteen hundred or whatever this is. But it's got one pickup. It's yeah, it's a single pickup <laughs>
0: Strat. It's got one pickup. It's it's got one one like volume control. Is there's what I mean
2: the 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 thing to think about it for me
0: is would you rather this or pay
2: four hundred quid and less? for HSS Nick Schechter and just use the bridge pickup.
1: <laughs> um, I mean yes. I, I don't even I'll be honest I don't even know who Nick Johnson is and I'd rather have the Schecter. I, I
2: I've got a signature model and I don't really know who Nick Johnson is. Like I've heard a few of his playing of his own guitar when it was first released but I, I don't know any of his music but oh, it's a cracking cracking signature model.
0: No he was one of these guys who was uh kind of coming about when Chapman was becoming more popular online and Nick Johnston's just tone and feel is phenomenal he is absolutely fantastic like i've i've listened to some of his uh like his solo stuff it's instrumental like rock kind of fusiony stuff it's fine it's like like instrumental guitar music is a bit wank so it, it is what it says is says the
2: man who bums Ying V. Malmstein.
0: but like the majority of his stuff isn't instrumental it's 80s like shit 80s rock because it's written by a man who at the time and probably still has quite a tentative grasp of the English language so like the the lyrical um content of his material was all very like my first metaphor. <laughs> and...
1: Well, if there's words like "slot" in the uh, in the Swedish language, you know, the, I don't think he's going to be using that very much.
0: If there's what, sorry,
1: "slot" in the Swedish language? I as, mean, as demonstrated by Mister Lee Alexander earlier today, yeah. then you know, you're not going to be doing much with it in Swedish, are you?
0: No. <laughs> yeah. Oh dear. Oh dear, yeah. So I mean, it's it's a guitar. It's a guitar. I mean, we were getting we were getting antsy about like the um, Brad Paisley signature, which was I think they were like nine 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 or they were just above a grand, and that was like the Jim yeah. Root
1: ones, that I think, are a, a bit less than that for the Mexico ones.
0: Yeah, and you're getting more like. With a Brad Paisley, you would get in like the Twisted telly Pickup, uh, and you would get in like Nitro finished uh, neck and body. I think this is just—it's really hard to justify, isn't it? But we, are we are we the people? It's fucking hideous. I, uh, I mean, I don't mind the the aesthetic of it. It's it's got that classic Blink One Eight Two look to it. It's it is what it is, but. A lot of money. It's a lot of money. It's a
1: lot of money. But then again, they were like asking, "What's it like? Four hundred quid for their tickets in America or something like that?" So you know, it says a lot about
2: them. Well, it's it's not them that gets to set the prices anymore, is it? They all of the tickets were done through Ticketmaster, who control the prices on everything now. So they didn't get to choose what the ticket prices were. Yeah.
1: Did they not? Oh, I did not
2: know that. Yeah, it's all its all basically they license it out to the ticket sales co- companies and they set the prices based on the demand, basically based on how many people are on the website when the tickets go live. Which is why the Taylor Swift like base tickets were like 1,200 quid over
0: here. That is... Uh, that should be illegal.
2: <laughs> yeah. Somebody should have thought about regulating these things, but you try talking about regulation and fucking Tories get a bit Antsy,
0: you know I think this is probably a good place to end the podcast <laughs> because we're getting a little a little bit political at the moment oh, sorry did I say we're, no we're not wrong like, it's not wrong you said the T, you said the T word <laughs> like the, I... they're they're bastard scum but <laughs> it's a good place to end the podcast
1: <laughs>
0: so thank you thank you once again listeners for making it this far you're amazing internet high five yeah, that
1: was his dick hit in the table. Uh, I mean, if the glove fits, then acquit. Don't acquit. Don't acquit. No, it's uh, if the
2: glove don't fit, you must acquit. Not if the glove fits. Okay. Okay. It would be if the glove fits. Don't acquit.
0: Okay. Definitely. Yeah. Don't. Don't. Don't acquit. I mean, he did it. Uh, what? what? <laughs> who, said, who said that? I oh, He did what? I think it was a ghost
2: well <laughs> you wrote he the, my favorite yes. thing of, my favorite thing about that is he wrote a book called if i did it yeah lost the rights looked, to that and her family have put if in 12 font and i did it in 72 font and released
0: it. <laughs> yep yeah oh man uh, so, so
2: some uh, some, some really up to date political commentary there for you on the O.J.
0: Simpson murder, cutting edge, Look, on the on the precipice of the news. You said
1: we? we're not topical.
0: <laughs> Fuck's sake. right? Yes. Yeah, so, thank you, listeners, for making it this far. I'm going to extend a extra special thank you to our Patreon backers, who are awesome people, and for as little as two dollars a month, you can be awesome too. Woohoo! They are as follows. We've got Mr. Adam Yeomans of Cheftone Effects. We've got Mr. Andrew Bimpson of The Rising of the Lights. We've got Mr. Doug Crist of the 37 Effects podcast. No, it's not. <laughs> Of 37 Effects, of the Masters Adam. of the Cinematic Universe podcast, and the Just Surprise Me podcast. We have got the two bestest of buddies. We've got Mr. Hugh G. Rection. Wee. Wee. And Mike Cox. Long? My cock's yes. long. My cock's... Oh, thanks, Matt. Yes, thanks. yes, it is. Yes, Thanks for that validation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, got him. Uh, who have we got after my cock's long? We've got Mr. Ben Fletcher, Fletcher Pickups. We've got Mr. Brian Gow of the Tone Jerks podcast. We've got Mr. Ross Philpot, And we've got Mr. Diabetes Foot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Oh, I didn't I didn't do Brian Gary's shout-outs, did I? Did I not? Turn your podcast, second-button podcast,
2: off the rails. We've both got ADHD, which means we don't have any short-term memory, so asking us what you've just said is not a good idea. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> cool, right, yeah, just, like, insert it yourself. <laughs> short-term like you, memory, if I if was it. thinking about rainbows and butterflies. <laughs> Indeed. It's not always rainbows and butterflies. A compromise that moves us along. I'm quoting Maroon Five here, aren't I? <laughs> oh shit! Like it's definitely, and you're you guys are thinking about it. <laughs> I, I was, I was trying to. Yeah, it's yeah. It's yeah, Maroon you
2: Five. You will be
0: loved, isn't it? She will be loved. I mean, she will be. She will be. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah. I am Budget Panel chap. You find me at Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. YouTube, of course, is the home to the No Talk or Turn series, which this week features the TC electronic vibra clone boom finally and i think next week by popular demand it might be the k line mariana
2: sorry where where can we find
0: you at facebook instagram youtube and And. and and and, and threads <laughs> we've
2: got yeah. him on twitter uh,
0: yeah uh, yeah <laughs> twitter like not shitter twitter <laughs> yeah which is now X yeah that's not going to last forever is it that um yeah so Matt where can we find you
2: uh you can find me on Twitter Instagram and threads at heel underscore underscore
1: cool and Josh where can we find you you can find me on Instagram and threads at the Corona Mortis and you can also find me on YouTube at Josh Castle TCM
0: we're all on threads what happens like this is on the cutting
1: edge. We can yeah.
0: we can make commentary on OJ there. Yeah. Oh no, oh no, the intro music's playing. What's what's going on? I thought I could, hear, I thought I could
1: hear that in the background or something. What the hell? The
0: intro
2: music. Uh, it, like initially I thought it was actually the fucking top gear theme.
0: I mean, you, do,
2: do, 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 yeah, you know the really bad cover of the Almond Brothers though.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, Let's let's not make any parallels there because I don't want to be paying out to the Elman Brothers. Oh, oh I didn't, dear, no. that was really fucking loud as well.
2: <laughs> yeah, we should hear
0: it <laughs> right from myself. You, you'll hear it properly in a bit, listeners. So, like, bear, like, bear with us. So, from myself, Mr. Budget Pedal Chat. From oh my gosh, it is Josh, and from Mr. McQuine, Say bye, Matt. Bye, Matt. It will be a tatty bite and good night for this week Robbie bye, bye. I don't know why I suddenly got why are you done t- <laughs> <laughs> wizard from solo
1: Did you know that milk is the fastest liquid on earth it's pasteurized before you can even see it
0: hey oh. I mean that is, yeah we're having that one we're having that one <laughs>